Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. And I'll tell you, the phones have not stopped ringing since Jay Powell started talking yesterday. Uh, we've had wild, wild moves in the markets. We'll bring you up to speed on all of it. The website allamericangold.com and uh, welcome to Thursday as I normally am. I'm joined with my partner in crime, uh, Jason Walker, who takes care of the mothership on the front range there in Colorado. And Jason, I'm going to say this, it has been a crazy last about 20 hours or so. It looks like it's going to continue too. It just uh, it just keeps uh, being very uh, volatile, right? Yeah, the madness just won't stop. Uh, if you're living under a rock yesterday, uh, the Federal Reserve, the big meeting, the big rate hike, a whole 50 basis points. They are so far behind the curve, they have no chance of catching up. Jay Powell pretty much said it yesterday and said, hey, listen, we're not doing a 75-point hike. We're not going to hike uh, a point. We're not going to have emergency meetings. Uh, we really don't care how high inflation goes. We're going to go half of a point. I actually think they're going to go one more half point and get so scared. At best, we'll get some quarter points. Uh, the market skyrocketed. Uh, the, 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 now, you got to remember, now, gold was closed when the announcement finally was official. Uh, it was open in what we call the aftermarket trading. Uh, it was moving up then. The Dow was up like 900 points. The NASDAQ was up 500 points. The S&P was up 100 points. I mean, it was, you know, everybody high-fiving themselves, and and uh, it all went away this morning. Gold's up 14, 15 bucks here, 1883. Silver's up uh, 25 cents here, 22.60. By the way, uh, BU Kennedy has gone. Sold out. You missed it. Uh, we still have court the the cheapest in the country on silver quarters right now, two thirty-five a roll on silver quarters. You buy a quarter bag or more, we'll take it down to two thirty. Uh, the Dow is down nine hundred and forty-four points right now. The S and P down one hundred and fifty. The Nasdaq's down six hundred points. At one point this morning, crude oil hit a hundred and eleven dollars. Uh, it, it's off the high a little bit, but the the news there. By, by the way, just so you know, still at one hundred and nine. Uh, OPEC. Nah, we're not pumping any more oil. I, why do I get the feeling, Jason, OPEC, they're pumping as much oil as they can. But anyway, let's just play the game. No, no new uh, production numbers coming out of OPEC. Uh, the Bank of England hiked rates uh, as well yesterday. India hiked rates as well. Uh, the Bank of England, though, they're, they're head of their central bank. A lot more truthful than Jay Powell. Uh, even though they raised rates, he did what Jay Powell did. Hey, uh, I don't think we can stop inflation. Said it would be an unprecedented shock to people's incomes. This is what's coming, Jason. And I think the central banks have kind of thrown their hands up and said, oh, what can we do? Uh, we either fight it 
And it, it, and I hate to say it, you know, because Wall Street loves this crap about, oh, you got to retest the lows and you got to close these gaps. The one gap that's never been closed, Dow 6,700. If the Fed fought inflation like they should, Jason, that's probably where we would go. And that's too horrific for them to handle. Yeah, I mean, b- before we got on the air, it was uh, the Dow was only down like seven fifty. So we got on the air, and suddenly it's down nine fifty. Now it's tickling a thousand. It's uh, wow. We, we uh... two hours ago the Dow <laughs> was actually up forty fifty points. It's now down a thousand points, uh, and, and it's going to keep going. Listen, there's no good outcomes here. Uh, have you heard uh, what Clorox had to say? Hey, guess what? Sales are starting to slip. And, uh, sorry, we gotta raise prices even more. Jobless claims. I've been telling you, I, I should be ahead of our Fed. Cause, well, you know what, here's the reality. Jay Powell knows what I'm, I, what I'm telling you. He just doesn't want to tell everybody. And neither does the idiots on the TV. Even though you're supposed to put all of your hard work and life savings, uh, into the stock market, they don't tell you the truth. Jobless claims back above 200,000. Challenger Gray in Christmas. Now, these guys, it's not Christmas from these guys, by the way. They should really change their name. <laughs> There's nothing Christmas about Challenger Gray in Christmas. They track when the big companies start laying off. When uh, every state has laws. And when you lay off, in most states, if you're laying off more than 50 people, you've got to give the state a heads up. Hey, by the way, uh, 30 days from now, yeah, we're going to be laying off 500 people. So they, the state can prepare, right? Cause they, okay, we're going to get a bigger, uh, big spike in jobless claims. Challenger Gray and Christmas today said the reversal was almost unprecedented. They said in the, uh, the previous month, a planned layoffs were down 30% year over year. This month, planned layoffs now up almost 7% year over year. Uh, and, and Challenger Gray and Christmas said every company was talking about job cuts, uh, particularly the, the asset market as they assess market conditions, inflationary risk, capital spending. Jason, all of this has these companies getting ready for kind of what the Bank of England had said to everybody. This is going to be unprecedented. How much is your portfolio weigh? That's going to be the most important thing. 800-951-0592. Jason and I are coming right back. 800-951-0592. Jay Powell yesterday uh, really uh, laid out exactly what Jason and I had said from the beginning. They really don't want to fight inflation because it's a battle they can't win, right? We, we've talked about the corner that they're backed into. Uh, right now, bond purchases starting at $50 billion, They're going to get as high as 90, I think it was $94 billion a month. Kind of funny to me, Jason. And this tells you how little interest they really have in fighting this inflation. Yeah, Remember I, I, the bond buying? It was $120 billion a month. Yeah, what are they going to say? $120 billion a month, and now they're going to they're ramp up to 90 That's it? <laughs> well, the, they're selling off, is a, what, $30 billion. Is that their first goal, Joe, is a, about $30 billion a month? Well, I know it was $40. 40 they got aggressive. They got a uh, $45 billion. 
Oh, 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 wow. <laughs> oh, calm it down. You know, good thing inflation uh, isn't the worst ever. Well, Joe, I, I actually see a, a situation uh, throughout the rest of this year where uh, uh, inflation is going to keep on going, and uh, if things get really kind of dicey for a while, now, you, know, you and I, I, I told you a little bit before the show, it's like they have that reverse repo cash there, and they can kind of slip that in there when nobody will talk about it. Uh, and that, they can do that before quantitative easing, before they actually bring the rates down. So we we could see the rate. You know, a lot of guys say, "Well, we can only we can't get to one and a half percent. We can't get to two percent. We can't get to three. I, we might see two two to three percent uh, rate. You know, up to up to up to that level this year, Joe. And and they'll start injecting that cash as sort of their uh, uh, their barometer to control it for a little while. So we, Joe, your October date. Could be very, very, very close to when things really hit, uh, blow up. I'm going to tell you right now, just put it in a box and slap a guarantee on it. You know what? It is coming. Uh, it, a lot of different pieces of economic data out today. Why is the Dow down a thousand plus points after the big rally yesterday? Amazon getting smacked. Uh, Amazon down another seven percent. Why? People are stopped spending money. Simple. Uh, Jason was talking about reverse repos. Let me tell you right now. Remember, the reverse repos got to like $2 trillion. We'll never see it again. You know why? Because the bank accounts are starting to empty out. And uh, Apple down 5% today. Uh, and all these big, the, the big giants that were giving you this, this, False illusion of prosperity, as Jason and I were telling you. I mean, really, when you think about it, the Dow has has really been struggling for almost a year now. And and Jason and I were talking to you about the internals of it. And again, same thing again today. We've got uh, the 52-week lows uh, compared to new highs. Uh, new highs, about 40 or 50 stocks. New lows. 52-week lows, a 1,000-plus. I mean, it's been that way uh, day after day, week after week. Uh, employment costs shot up 11.6%. And this ought to tell you everything you know, because a lot of you out there, I didn't get an 11% raise. It's not what they're talking about, right? Some of it is is that. Some of it, you know, it's health care, it's this, it's that. It's all these other factors that they put into it. But remember Alan Greenspan all the way back, you know, and I hate to, you know, going back 25, 30 years, kept talking about a productivity miracle, which really was, hey, we can get U.S. workers to do more work for less pay. And, and we'll call it technology, right? Hey, with technology... Hey, uh, we can we can get the same amount of work done with less people working. That came crashing down. Uh, U.S. productivity fell seven and a half percent in the first quarter. Uh, by the way, that is the biggest drop since 1947. And of course, 1947, World War II was over. Right? People wanted to make more money. All that stuff was happening. Jason. These businesses are under duress. Uh, late payments on rent. We mentioned it yesterday about businesses struggling to pay the rent. Uh, there was actually another article out today uh, saying just that, that eviction notices 
are up sharply in just the last 30 days alone uh, as these companies, Jason, just can't afford to stay in business. Uh, and, Joe, I'll, I'll say this. uh, uh if things, you know, we know to think really bad times are coming economically, and and uh, somewhere in the future, I don't know, years down, things will smooth out, uh, like they did after the economic crisis of 2008. But I'm, I'm going to go off of a new indicator. I was watching this old timer on a video. He's uh, he's an RV enthusiast. He's an expert. He was a sales guy. Knows all about the RV industry, and listening to this guy talk, it's like you know what? The RV industry is a really, really good indication of where things really are. And he said in 2008 something happened that, uh, you know, that during that market crash that uh, ha- didn't really ever happen before. He said he'd been doing this for decades, and when there was a market crash, you know, the uh, dot-com bubble, for example, or the 87 crash, he says usually things would slow down, slow down, and you know it would be a little, you know, a little tougher in the RV industry, and then it would it stop, and then it pick back up slowly. He said in the uh, 2008 crash, it just went from blazing hot to a dead stop he says it just stopped and he's reporting that this year and he's kind of out of the he, he doesn't do the sales anymore he's kind of retired but he's, he of course he watches as his friends uh and as he said it just in 2022 joe it just came to a complete dead stop and if you think about it think about all the things that uh, to, to to do an rv business or to be a, an rv enthusiast think what you're up against in 2022 you have the inflation, which means everywhere you're going, everything costs more. Your gasoline costs are up. If you're financing uh, an RV, your interest rates have gone up. Uh, if you're going to go, you know, a lot of these times, the, uh, the, these spaces you have to rent when you're driving through the country, the, the spaces are almost more or sometimes double the cost of getting a, a hotel room. Right, Joe? Everything about the RV industry is really bad. And the, uh, the sales uh, of RVs just came to almost a complete halt recently, Joe. Yeah, I mean, this is something where we're seeing things stop in a lot of markets. Housing has stopped. Uh, Car sales have stopped. RV sales have stopped. And by stop, I don't mean they're not, you know, it's not stop, stop, but but a dramatic slowdown from where we were. Then you look at inside. All of a sudden, jobless kids back above 200,000. Challenger Gray and Christmas says, hey, wait a minute. You think that's a lot now? Listen, we're getting notified 30, 60, and 90 days ahead of time. The layoffs are piling up. And, oh, by the way, all the companies we talk to are talking about the same thing. Hey, you know what? Man, we're getting ready for a slowdown, right? And, and again, remember, there, there's no such thing as a soft landing on this thing. That That's fantasy, now, listen, if you want people to blow uh, rainbows and unicorns up your backside, that's okay. That's okay. But here's the realities. It's not going to happen, right? Oh, it could be like, oh, oh like, we got to be lucky. Uh, Janet Yellen, oh, well, there's a path. There's a path to a soft landing. They're not going to find this path because there isn't a path. Think about the size of the debts. Think about what they've been saying about inflation. Even the best case scenario. Let's take their lies. And the inflation's the worst since 1981. That's that. That's their lie. Because we know, well, really, 
if we calculated it like it was 1981, it would be the worst. I think it'd be the worst ever, Jason. That's just my belief. Uh, I think, I think we're at best case, we're back into the 70s, but worst case, here's the problem. The 70s, the economy was still growing. We're going to have, uh, this time around, we're going to have all this inflation without a growing economy. Uh, but, but, but neither here nor there. They've created way too much money. Think about the budget deficit. Here's like, that's another great example. Joe Biden's trying to, hey, look, the budget deficit's down 1.5 trillion from the peak. Think about what that really means. That's 1.5 trillion that didn't get spent on the economy. This is how big this slowdown is going to be. And here's the problem. Commodity prices, and I've been telling you and telling you and telling you and telling you, trying to get you to pull your head out of your backside. Inflation's going to get worse. Well, how do you know? I mean, look at all this great slowdown. I get it, but you don't understand. Every major commodity in the world, and I'm talking about oil, I'm talking about food, I'm talking about natural gas. I'm talking about uh, beef and poultry and and, and wheat and corn and soybean. I mean, uh, computer chips and neon and nickel and lithium and and gold. and so. I mean, pick it. Pick the item. They're either at all-time record lows as far as inventory... Or they're right next to all-time record lows. And right now, let's face it, China's got half a billion, half a billion people locked down. Yesterday, think about what I said yesterday about diesel. We've never, since they've been keeping track of diesel inventories, we've been keeping track of, of those inventories for like, I don't even know, 70, 80 years it's never been lower? Jason, this is a huge problem. Matter of fact, Jamie Dimon, he was out lying on TV talking about the Fed. Oh, the Fed's a little late. The Fed's way more than a little late. And try to say, you know what, hey, we're, we got a strong economy, but the Fed's got to move soon. But here's what he did say. No matter what, the issue in commodities is precarious. Uh, specifically talking about energy. And let me tell you, he put a number out there. If oil goes to 185, that's a huge problem for people. We should do everything we can today. We need to pump more oil and gas. And guess what, Jason? Too late. It's not happening anyways. But I saw a chart, Joe, uh, S&P 500 versus commodities. This is even worse. Commodities are very, very low on that chart, almost as low as they've ever been, which means commodity prices are probably just going to continue to go even higher very quickly, Joe. He doesn't throw out 185 for fun. Just letting everybody know. This was his warning, in my opinion, to the Biden administration. What are you guys doing? Oil is going to be $185 a barrel really, really soon. Matter of fact, I'll give you, uh, whenever China decides that COVID's over, uh, that's it. I mean, do you think, uh, again, even today, like I said, early this morning, back before the Dow lost a 1,000 points, 
Crude oil was back at 111. Right now it's still at 108, 109. Unleaded gas futures were at 375. That essentially, in Arizona, that puts gas right near five bucks a gallon. And that's at 110, 111. Jamie Diamond saying 185. I mean, you better be ready. I, I, I don't want it to happen. But you know what? I've been pretty good about telling you exactly what's going to happen here. And I've been warning you about oil for how long. The only reason it's not worse is because China's got half a billion people locked down, Jason. Right, and that's you know, I, Joe. We don't know how long they're going to stay locked down. And we, for all we know, they could lock more people down. Uh, you know, we we don't control they the could decisions. Lock more people down, or they could say lockdown's over. Jason's wrong. We don't know when. Yeah, we, we don't know. How, like I said, this seems this seems to be a kind of a pressure control valve for the uh, the the decision makers, right, Joe? Well, hey, China opens up. We'll close another area down. We'll close more areas down. And you're right. At some point, they'll open everything up. And then, uh-oh, right, Joe? Uh-oh. Where's all the stuff? Yeah, I was uh, noticing some things at the store yesterday. I'll share those with you next. Page Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Page Radio News Hour. Uh, we, got, uh, we are out of BU Kennedy's. Uh, totally sold out. Uh, we do have uh, rolls of silver quarters, junk silver, utility silver, however you'd like to say it. Uh, they're two thirty-five a roll, which that's a big savings right there. Two thirty-five. I mean, you're saving twenty twenty-five bucks a roll there already. If you buy a quarter bag, uh, we'll take the price down to two hundred and thirty dollars and i just Brittany just walked in we've been working on a deal here uh we just uh finalized it i've got about a hundred and fifty twenties twenty two hundred you heard me right uh we've been twenty two thirty five all week we got gold up listen gold's up about thirty bucks from the lows and we were at twenty two thirty five i've got a hundred and fifty twenties 2200 bucks, 800, 951. You know what? Scratch that. 2195, 800, 951, 0592. Uh, Jason, I'm doing the Walmart thing here. Below 2200 bucks. I think the bottom is in on gold and silver. You know, uh, earlier this week I said silver could go to 21. Uh, that was the only way that was going to happen. Jay Powell was going to have to come out and say, we're going to have, you know, emergency rate hikes. We may have to go a dollar or a full point at a time. He did the exact opposite. Uh, I think the bottoms are in here. 800-951-0592. By the way, the 10 year note, 3.09. So almost 3.1. Uh, this now makes housing the most unaffordable since they've been keeping data and we've been getting a lot of that jason think about uh what was it today challenger or what uh productivity labor productivity the worst since 1947 uh inventory of diesel fuel the lowest since they've been keeping records now all of a sudden housing because of the interest rates rising housing the most unaffordable since they've been keeping records jason and not just at the uh the interest rates, but the price of the homes themselves, you know, the the inflation has made uh, houses. Plus it, right, right, interest rates plus the price of the home, all the, 
Nobody can buy one. Joe, Joe, check this out. I had a uh, a listener uh, send me a message, and he's in uh, Pueblo, way down south of Colorado Springs. Kind of, you know, Pueblo. Pueblo, hello. Yeah, <laughs> that's. It's not small. It's not completely small, but it's it's not a, a burgeoning center of economic activity. We'll say. And uh, the guy bought his house. Uh, I don't know, sixteen months ago, a year, in the three hundreds. Uh, found out that his home is, is now listed in the 500s. Uh, he was finding that other homes that had sold just about a year ago were also the same. They were buying in the 300s. Now they're in the 500s. So he went to his friend to try, try to help him out with uh, how to value the home and see if he decided to sell, what, what would, should he price it at. And the guy's like, well, he, and he, he's a builder. And the builder's like, well, I'm doing a, uh, a walkout basement and ranch you know, in Pueblo, same area. Uh, we'll be selling this one for seven hundred and twenty in Pueblo, Joe. <laughs> in Pueblo, seven hundred thousand dollar house. You know, it, it, you know, I, I'm guessing it's a fairly large house. You know, four thousand, five thousand square feet. Probably, probably, but still, seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars, Joe. It's yeah, it's insane. Yeah. And and again, it, and it's everywhere, and it's stopped. And this is going to be. And I think for a lot of people, I get it. Everyone's like, well, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Right, because, well, you know, the stock market, I mean, the Dow's still at, you know, 33,000. Right? I mean, it's, it's not great. And, and, and I've been listening to Joe and, and he's saying everything's going to get more expensive, but I'm afraid. This is not the time to be afraid. Let me tell you this. We've lived through enough of these. Come on. Just think about in the last 22 years. We had the tech crash. We had the housing crash. We had the financial crash. Right? And now, I don't, what are we going to call this one? The st- stagflationary crash? And, and now we got some ridiculous war that didn't need to happen to add on to it because they know. And every one of them, every one of them has been worse than its predecessor. Right? And the answer is simple. Well, why is that? I mean, you'd think real. Uh, you think we could get lucky once in a while. No, because the reason is they've always had the same answer. And I've said this over and over and over and over and over and over again. When they talk, oh, we've got all these tools to use. No, they don't. It's the same tool. It's debt. Right, whether you use a hammer, a sledgehammer, right, a jackhammer, still a hammer. And that's the only solution, but this time, and let me tell you, we created a lot of debt before the tech bubble. Created a lot of debt. A lot of debt before the housing crash. I mean, a lot of, remember, people lined up in the desert. Created a lot of debt before the banks failed. Because that's what they did, they failed. Joe, I think in the future. What we've done this time, Jason, what we've done this time, you could take all the debt we created in those other three crashes, combine them all. It still wouldn't equal what we've done this time. Uh, I think in the future, Joe, uh, if people look at it honestly, they're, they're going to they're gonna line up the, the 07, 08 housing crash, and it's going to be here's the 20 years of this crash. It's going to be a time frame. Uh, and, and even though it's a little more complicated than, uh, than, than what you, you've said in the past, that uh, hey, uh, the market's cr- you know the market crash in 1929, which created the depression, uh, 
never resolved itself until World War II. And I, I don't think World War II actually resolved. I think there was more to it. I think it, the, the, the monetary con- uh, powers actually... Bretton Woods is yes, what resolved it. Bretton Woods is what resolved it, Joe. And I think that's where we're at. And Bretton Woods, digital cash, you know, the, the modern version of Bretton Woods, Bretton Woods 3 you brought up, that's what they're going to look at this time frame. They're not going to say that the coronavirus crash was because of coronavirus. They're going to say, hey, it started in 08, and they had no answer for it, and we went 20 years. Get your money out. out of the bank. It's just that simple. Get it out of there. It's not going to be safe. Why? Because they created all this debt that can't get paid back. Period. And now all of a sudden, interest rates are rising. People can't buy houses, right? People can't get loans. The, you know, we, we talk about the average house payments up $1,800 a month. Used cars, new cars, credit cards. All of those payments, Jason, are on the rise. And we know what's going to happen. Defaults are coming. The fact that they're sitting there trying to talk about a soft landing tells you all you need to know. In other words, what they're saying, okay, we know a crash is coming. Let's just cross our fingers and, and say our prayers and hope somehow uh, we when we jump off the cliff that we don't land on, on the rock. It's a radio news hour. 800-951-0592. Jason and I will be right back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here. If you're just joining us, $20 gold. This is uh, the lead pipe. Actually, we've had a lead pipe lock of the week all week. Uh, BU Kennedy has gone. We, we've got rolls of silver quarters, and believe me, I, I think silver is primed here. I know we keep waiting for silver, waiting for silver. It's going to happen here. 235 a roll. If you buy a quarterback, quarterback, by the way, is 25 rolls. And you can buy more. If you buy more, you get the discount here. Uh, if you buy a quarterback or more, 25 rolls or more, say 5 bucks a roll. So $230 or $57.50 per quarter bag. We've got about, we've kind of eyeballed it here. We got about 200 rolls of quarters, uh, at that price. Once we sell out of those, hey, it, they're gone. Simple. Price is what happens. Price goes up. $20 gold. I did not think we were going to get here. Uh, remember when, when gold had that big sell off there and I told you, uh, they lowered prices $10. Gold fell 60 $20 gold fell 10 bucks, uh, And it stayed there. They just said, nope, we're not doing it. You can't get it for that. Gold's up here about 13 bucks today. It's uh, up about 35 bucks, 40 bucks from its lows. Uh, I've got 20s today. Well, I have them at 21.95 at 800-951-0592. And Jason... The way I see this playing out, uh, I fully expect uh, we're going to probably see a gold price well above twenty one ninety five uh, before this year's over. Yeah, well, uh, that that seems likely, Joe. I mean, uh, but you know, uh, we never know, right, Joe? Hey, hey nobody know. knows. I'm just telling you where I see it. That's where I sit here. I know. I look at this stuff every single day. When Jamie Dimon comes out and starts talking about $185 a barrel for crude oil, you better pay attention. 
could go higher than that, Joe. Well, that's what I'm saying. Believe me. And, of course, what did he say? We should be drilling like crazy. What are we not doing? Drilling. Why? Because they know, listen, this is all part of the plan here. Hey, listen, if we can get oil and gas, if we get gas to be seven or eight gallons, uh, uh, dollars a gallon, hey, guess what? We'll get electric cars, right? Hey, if we can get your electric bill. I mean, some people in the Valley, you're going to have $1,000 a month electric bills. Hey, if we can get all that high enough, so what if you plug your car in? Every day, you know, you know what? At least you don't have to pay eight gallons, uh, eight dollars a gallon at the gas pump. Uh, but you can pay, you know, twelve, fifteen hundred dollars a month uh, in a power bill, Jason. And I the think, only way they can make it affordable. Well, and I think we're headed that way. They're, they're, they they want that green new energy, Joe. That they're heading straight for it. You know, the ESG scores and all of that. And I, I on faking the truth yesterday, I started talking about biomass. I didn't really know what it was, and I actually accidentally, but watched a, a, a Michael Moore film of all people, right? That that clown, uh, and he he set up a new movie, uh, the the pla- Planet of of the Humans, and he talks about biomass. It re- it's a renewable energy, Joe. It sounds great. It could power you know everything, and, and he showed Michigan and other places that are using it. It, it, you, it can be a lot of things, but essentially, what it is, Joe, burning trees. <laughs> They're going to burn trees. You think of how inefficient that is. And he, he does all the facts. It's great when you watch this. He's like, if you cut down all the trees in the United States, all of them, you can power the entire country on tr- on trees, biomass, for one year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about what, we're going to be Easter Island? Right. I, I, well, it's, it's Nobody interesting. lives there because there's no trees, right? It, it makes yeah, you, it makes you understand why did, why did Trump pass the Trillion Tree Project before he left office? Now I'm starting to understand why we are supposed to go into this green energy to fight whatever green fight versus oil, and the the companies that own the green. You know, here's the thing: Michael Moore shows that the that if we're going to have uh, an ecological disaster on this planet, it's going to be the green energy that does it because he shows what it takes to make a, 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 a you know the the solar powered panels and what it takes to make the the windmills and what it takes for biomass what it does. And he says that this is this is more destructive than the oil industry. And then he shows that it's all bought and paid for by the same corporate industry that owns the oil companies. It's all owned by the same guys, Joe. And so, for, for whatever their plan is, Joe, pain and suffering—that's what's going to be for everybody else. Yeah, pain and well, that, that's exactly it. Pain and suffering is coming. Uh, this is just another crash. We've seen it over and over again. This one's going to be the worst one. But I think this is the one when we always wondered, right? We talked about okay, when is when is cash going away, right? Because they've been fighting this war on on cash now for decades, right? The fake coin shortages and you know Walmart now only got a couple of lanes where you can use cash at the checkouts and a lot of places won't even take it anymore, right? All of this stuff is coming. And, and I think this is the crash. This is the one. The pain and the suffering Jason was talking about, this is what's going to happen. That's why I keep telling you, get your damn money out of the bank. I don't know how much clearer I can be. Great reset, Joe. The great reset is, is upon us. And uh, get your uh, get your house about, in order. Yeah, how about, you, know, hey, you want to know how bad it is? Crypto down, Bitcoin down three grand today. Right? They're, they're just wiping it out. The whole thing, the the no, you, you're there. 
you know, there, there's no place I, Tudor Jones, you ain't hiding from this, right? Here's the best thing you do. Get your money into gold and hope you preserve it all because they're coming for it. End of story. This is what's happening. You better wake up and understand it. And, and I, you know what? I want, I want people to trust your instincts. I know what I'm telling you isn't news to you. I know this. Trust your instincts. 800-951-0592. The Dow's down a 1,000. The Nasdaq's even worse. Down 600 as we watch the onslaught continue. The madness hasn't stopped. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Uh, we got uh, two lines open. Uh, $20 gold, twenty one ninety five silver quarters, two thirty five. Buy a quarter bag or more, two thirty. Uh, I will be off tomorrow. Uh, Jason's going to be handling the shows. I'm going to be uh, watching my oldest son graduate from college. Uh, by the way, I don't care. By the way, Dow's down almost twelve hundred points now. I'm not worried. Some of you are wondering. Well, what do I do besides gold and silver? Do what I did. I gave my son my money to my son. I'm going to triple my money in the next 15 years, and not Dow could go back to 6,700, and I'm going to be just fine. If you want to call him, 602-909-9048. Get your money safe. Uh, Obviously, Jason, adding here is important. Listen, they're telling you without telling you. Jay Powell doesn't have the stones to come out and tell you, listen, we're in trouble. We screwed it up. We screwed it. We printed way too much money, and then we we were hoping it wasn't going to come. We, we were way behind the curve, and now we got this war. Everything, we're screwed here. Go protect. He can't say that because if he did, the Dow would be down 10,000 points. And they're not telling the truth but, about what they've been doing for years, Joe, You know, just like we talked for about. Years. That, for That's years. That's exactly right. And I'm glad you pointed it out. Listen, even when they told us that, oh, no, we're all done, quantitative easements, uh, they were still pumping, Jason. And it's going to get worse and worse. Why do I feel like, uh, uh, since we we have the FOIA request for what they you know what they're admitting on that form that they were printing uh, for for the housing uh, crash, why do I get the feeling that now we have to wait two years and then we got to go through the court system? To well, see you got to remember the the when it's this bad, they go to the Supreme Court and say, "Oh, we can't, you, we yes. can't release this." The, the coronavirus, the twenty twenty, we yeah. know they printed yeah. a bunch. But why do I feel yeah, like that's, us, a, that's a lot bigger we, we number need, two, Joe? We, we need to wait another 10 years because that's what they did during the financial crisis. Uh, the FOIA requests were made. They went to the, the – and the Federal Reserve went to the Supreme Court, and that's why we just found out about them last year because the Supreme Court said, okay, uh, give them another 10 years so you don't really – so that way the American public doesn't know how bad it really was. They had to wait 10 years, Joe, because let's just say they released it in 2012. Can you imagine People what would have flipped. You would have happened People in the markets? Flipped yep. out. Yeah, it would, it, it, it we, we flipped out. We would have had the coronavirus in 2012. I'm, I'm convinced of it, Joe. <laughs> they were hey, they had all hey, they had all the pandemic movies out already by then. I, I think but, that, you know I gotta say this. Isn't it ironic though that they you know they asked for 10 years or they could have asked for 15 or 20, and all of a sudden, oh wait a minute, uh, we're ready for digital currencies and 5G and all that stuff. Well, Joe, that's 10 years to get rid of those bad assets. You know, the average mortgage is refinanced or reprocessed in 10 years. 
reason it's not, the 30 years is not a big deal. The 10 years, the average length of a mortgage. So that gave them the appropriate time to funnel through all those bad toxic assets. Uh, they're not a lot better now, but they're better than they were, at least for, as far as uh, the loaning of the money. So Joe, I, that's why they need the 10 years. All right, I just got an update. Uh, the quarters, uh, I told you we had uh, 200 rolls. Uh, we got about 70 rolls left. That's it on quarters. They're 235 a roll. If you buy 25 rolls or more, 230. We had 150 20s. Uh, we got about 87 20s left now. Uh, those are at 2195. Uh, the Dow is down almost 1200 points. The S&P is down. Uh, the S&P is down 165. The Nasdaq's down 650. Uh, gold's up a 10 spot. Uh, they even got crude oil down a little bit. Jason, this is The madness continues, and guess what? I think we've got madness for a number of years. 800-951-0592. 